from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, are you ready? I am ready. Dan Moore, are you ready? No. Sham, are you ready? Ready. All right. Hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Yes, Name (laughs) That Quarantine. Uh, quickly becoming a very popular game that we play here on the Razamoka show. Uh, Rolling Stone re-released their list last week on the 500 greatest albums of all time. And people like to debate this because the list keeps changing. It's not like they have one definitive list. Yeah. Every couple of years, they alter the list and it keeps changing and then it goes up for debate. Uh, so the top five, uh, Beatles, Abbey Road, Stevie Wonder, uh, Songs in the Key of Life, Joni Mitchell, Blue at number three, The Beach Boys, Pet Sounds, and Marvin Gaye's What's Going On is the new number one for Rolling Stone. So Name That Quarantine works like this. Legendary tracks that we should all know. But can you name a song and an artist of a legendary track just by hearing the first line? That was the question we started asking months ago and realized it is very, very difficult to do. So we're going to do Name That Quarantine. It is Mocha and Maury. So you hear Mocha's buzzer is the lower one. Maury's is the... There you go. Uh, All of these songs, gentlemen, are on the Rolling Stone list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. That's where we have pulled all of these tracks from. So okay. Hashem is here. He's going to be the official judge because it's very difficult for me to hear who has buzzed in first. So if there is any sort of debate or dispute, Shem will be the one who decides. Okay? We all agree on the rules? Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Let's play Name That Quarantine. Mocha. Yes. Give me number 13. Oh. Maury. Uh, Madonna, Like a Virgin. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, 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 like a prayer. Mocha. Like a prayer steel. Mocha from Madonna. Maury Sherman. I said it after. Maury oh. Sherman. Of course, uh, the Like a Prayer album, 1989, is number 331 on the list. Uh, give me 16. When I pull up out front, you see the Mocha. In the club, 50 Cent. Yes, sir. Oh, I was not going to say that. Uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, uh, released 2002, number Classic. 280 on That's Rolling Stone's list. great album. List. Uh, where are we here? Give me a uh, 21 mocha. Mocha. Lauren Hill, doo-wop, that thing. Yes, sir. Uh, that, of course, is from the Miseducation oh. of Lauren Hill. Uh, number 10 on the list of Rolling Stone's and 500 you know greatest so albums of all time. Is I just listened to that whole album, like, a couple of days ago. Really? I huh? love that album so much, yeah. Okay. Uh, go with, um, uh, give me number seven, please. Mocha. California Love Tupac. Right. Oh! All Eyes on Me is the album, number 436 on the top 500 albums of all time. Should we recap the score real quick? The score is Shem. 4 nothing, Mocha. 4 nothing, more. You got to get in this game, buddy. I'm, I'm here. Okay. No, what's going on? <laughs> like, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play something from oh. Fleetwood Mac. Play something from Fleetwood Mac. Uh, okay, no problem. I will help you out here. Um, play something from Fleetwood Mac. Mar- uh, Mocha, give me number 18. It's not Fleetwood. 
Mocha? Is that Kiss? And uh, <laughs> it's not Kiss. Is it Alice Cooper? No, it's not Alice oh, Cooper. Who is it? I don't know. Uh, it is uh, Metallica Enter Sandman. Oh! So that, uh, from the uh, Black Album, uh, 235 on the list of Rolling Stone. That wasn't um, Fleetwood Fleet Mac, Mac enough for no, you? No. Okay, I'll try again, Maury. I apologize. <laughs> uh, give <laughs> uh, 14, please. Okay. Mocha. Bills, Bill. No, not. Oh, no, no, too oh. late. I know it's Destiny's Child, too. Uh, okay, go ahead, Maury. Maury for the steal. steal. Oh, no, I'm just saying it's too late. Oh, you got to be quiet uh, then, son. Oh. If you're not stealing. It's say my name, Destiny's Child. Is, I don't get the is. point. You do but... not get the point. Uh, oh. Shem, what is the current score? Uh, the current score is still 4 nothing. Okay, uh, number 10, Mocha, please. Nice to meet you, where you Maury. Something by Taylor Swift. Maury, are you going to try or you're not going to try? I'm trying. You're no, playing you stuff try? I don't know. Are you, no, are you you're playing try stuff you? I don't know. Are you going to try or you're not going to try? Then play stuff that everyone knows. Every like, Maury, it's it's Mocha. What is the song? It's uh, Taylor Swift style. Oh, my God. Oh my what? Wow. See? Wow. What did I say? Wow. Mic drop. Wow. What? I didn't get it right? Blank space. Oh, right. Oh, my God. How did I not See? know that? Wow. How did I not know that? Wow. We gotta keep this going. Okay, oh, we gotta on. keep this going. Number seventeen, please. Oh, Number seventeen, guys. I apologize. That was wrong. Yeah, of me. I apologize. Number seventeen, too. please. I know. Mocha. That is Whitney Houston. I wanna dance with somebody. Incorrect. Maury for the steal. No, it's not. Is it? Maury for the steal. Is it wrong? Is it boring? Five. Four, three. Oh, I know two, it's Whitney though. Whitney Houston. Um, one. Oh my God, oh my. you what two. What is it again? How will I know? How will I know? Again, this is why quarantines is the. It's a very difficult game. It's being able to identify a legendary track just based on hearing the first line. I know it's oh, man, okay. and I know that song. Yes, Yo, I one know. More, one more, okay, one more. we're gonna. Okay, we will round it out with uh, this. Uh, Mocha, give me number eleven, please. I didn't mean it when I said. Oh, Maury. Mariah Carey, we belong together. Yes, sir. Okay, that, of course, from The Emancipation of Mimi 2005. Number 389 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. Sham, the final score is what? Final score is Mocha 4, Maury 1. Oh. And that's how you play it in that quarantine. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Sham, you want to uh, jump in here real quick? Sham works on The Roz and Mocha Show, by the way. And with coronavirus numbers going up, like right across the country, mm. it doesn't seem like the message of social distancing, being safe, wearing a mask. Ugh, nobody's getting it. Uh, is getting to everyone. No. Right? So Shem has put some together again <laughs> to try. <laughs> didn't you just do this? Sure did yeah. a couple weeks ago. It didn't work. It didn't work. Shem, who's a great singer, writes his own parody songs. He's the uh, director of his uh, church choir as well. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, put out a parody song called Too Close. It sounds like this. Girl, you know that virus keeping us inside is proven by science. You gotta sanitize it. You've been standing too close. Told you not to do so. You're making me quarantine. All right, so... <laughs> 
perfect. That, that didn't out. work. No, that, it that didn't, didn't work. work. Come so on. Shum was like, "Yo, I gotta do something about okay. it again." I agree. We gotta need to get the it. message out there. Keep gotta, at it. Hammer definitely got to keep at it. So we have another one, another one from Shem. Okay, who wrote and produced this? So hopefully everyone. Limit your social gathering, yes. wear a mask, wash your hands. Right. Is okay? this going to be the one? This is going to be the one? I have to go with a bit of a harder approach. Okay, I get you. One. I got you. They're going to learn to stay home, quarantine, locked up. All these fools, they don't care about the road. Nah, yeah. Stop turning up and hanging out in large crowds. Nah, nah. This is no joke. Trust your doctor. They're going to learn to stay home, quarantine, locked up. All these fools, they don't care about the road. Nah, yeah. Stop turning up and hanging out in large crowds. Nah, nah. This is no joke, trust your doctor. Hey, I get it that you're feeling really kind of stuck. Hey, I get it that you're really tired and fed up. Hey, last year we were turning up. Hey, 2020 came and made it up. Hey, I want a long life and just a normal one. I want to just relax and have an easy one. I want a safe world, not a toxic one. I want this week to be a simple one. Yeah, and it's troublesome. Yeah, every day to see these COVID numbers going up, yeah, you would probably think that peeps would get it now, no, wear a mask, wear a mask, it ain't that hard, bruh, hey, look, the summer, we lost of the season, Halloween, nah, no trick-or-treating, my girl, people acting reckless for no reason, my girl, don't be silly, this virus is real, real, my girl, some of y'all should never even be in stage three, my girl, please make sure to cover your mouth when you sneezing, and I ain't trying to get nothing, don't compromise my breathing, and I'ma stay clean and cleaning. They're gonna learn to stay home, quarantine, locked up. All these fools, they don't care about the Rona. Yeah, stop turning up and hanging out in large crowds. Nah, nah, this is no joke. Trust your doctor. They're gonna learn to stay home, quarantine, locked up. All these fools, they don't care about the Rona. Yeah, stop turning up and hanging out in large crowds. Nah, nah, this is no joke. Trust your doctor. You got to use the hammer, you know? I think this is going to be the one. This is the cure right here. Yeah. This is the vaccine yeah. that everybody needs. It's over. <laughs> it's over. That's super good, Shem. Congrats, man. man. That's awesome. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you watch Celebrity Feud with Kathy Lee Gifford? No. No. Okay. That's not surprising. I don't think a lot of people did, but it's trending. So it's Celebrity Family Feud. Yes. And her son-in-law is a guy named Ben. What's Ben's last name here? W-I-E-R-D-A. Weirda? Yeah, Weirda. He's on Family Feud with Kathy Lee Gifford, and his pants are so tight. Yeah. Okay? That you're but envious? Like, like uh, you know me in tight pants, right? Love. I love yes. tight pants. The tighter the better. But his pants are so unbelievably tight. Uh-huh. And at the end, when they're not behind the podiums and they all come out to stand there and clap because they won, congratulations, by the way. Yeah. You get a full view of just how tight the man's pants are. Okay. And when I mean tight, like there's outlines. Really? Okay. Like serious. How do you get into them? Serious. Like I'm asking a professional tight pant wearer. How I- would you get into a pair of pants like that. Sometimes when you're wearing tight pants and you stand a certain way, yeah. things get exposed because of you are crumpling things into an area of the pants that aren't sure. made to have that amount of stuff crumpled into them. Uh-huh. So come around here for one second and take a look just quickly at how tight the man's pants are and what everybody saw on live television or on television. 
So here, take a look at that. That's his pants. Yeah, come on, man. Come okay. On. Yes. Too tight. Okay. Okay. So you say that's too tight, right? That's, bro, that is a way too tight. Okay. Come now, on. now, way too tight. I don't mean to have to have you walking all around the room, but now I want to show you the video of when at the end of the show, when they're all standing there clapping, he looks up and sees himself on the oh. monitor. <laughs> so here. Watch this. This is the man. This is the man seeing his tight pants okay. on TV. Ready? Okay. Ready? And he and he looks down. Whoa! <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. So no, you're gonna do two things in that situation. All right. Oh no! If you look at a monitor and you can fully see the outline, imprint, everything else. Sure. Moose knuckle. Okay. Yeah. Like if you can see everything. There's two kinds of people in the world. One, you immediately stop clapping and you fold your hands and you put them in front of your lap of to sort of block the view from the camera. Maybe you walk over and stand behind one of your other family members. Yeah. He looked at the monitor and then looked down at his pants and then looked back up and never stopped clapping. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking I should have gone tighter. <laughs> Okay, but no, it's not done. Imagine yourself in this situation. Imagine you wore those tight pants on television, and then Jenna's mom had to go on TV and talk about oh, no. and talk about <laughs> your outline because no, Kathy Lee. No. Because Kathy Lee. Don't tell me. Kathy, no, the story just gets worse. Okay, because Kathy Lee went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and this is what happened. Let me play you this. Kathy Lee, I got before we go to break, I have to ask you, have you were on Celebrity Family Feud last week with your family. Have you seen the little moment that is going viral <laughs> yes. of your son-in-law realizing that his pants are incredibly tight? <laughs> yes, I have seen it. It's hard to miss it. I'm sorry, but I'm glad it's not my son. It's oh, not. No. <laughs> it's, Cassidy's, it's Cassidy's husband, whom I adore. Door. But uh, they, none of us realize it. You were playing a game, for goodness sakes, and we get very, very excited about it. And obviously, he looked like uh, he was excited about it too. <laughs> that's what I'm oh, saying. No. But, but she, she had said to him, I guess, early before that whole thing started, she said, "You're going to wear those on television. They're awfully tight. So he he knew. They're fine." So he uh, they woke up the next day after we had uh, after it aired the other day. And to this firestorm of, of publicity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he looks it very gifted. He looks- <laughs> he's very, he's an incredible good guy. She almost said yeah, it. She, she almost said it. She almost said it. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Let me read this to you. I was reading this story from The Atlantic. I don't even know when it's from, but it's fascinating goes like this. There's a lot of shoplifting going on at the self-scanning checkout. Oh, wow. <laughs> How common are the scams? There was a voucher company that delivers and distributes coupons. They did a survey where they asked 2,634 people. Nearly 20% of the people they surveyed admitted to having stolen at the self-checkout in the past. 
after auditing 1 million self-checkout transactions over the course of a year, totaling $21 million in sales. Wow. They found that nearly $850,000 worth of goods left the store without being scanned or wow. paid for. Wow. The researchers concluded that the ease of theft is likely inspiring people who might not otherwise steal. So these aren't thieves going in there. These are people who don't generally do this kind of thing. Say people who traditionally don't intend to steal might realize that five by 20, I can get five for free, they said. (laughs) The authors go on to say that the retailers are actually part of the problem and have to hold some of the blame. In their rush to cut labor costs, supermarkets could be seen as creating a, quote, crime-generating environment that promotes (laughs) profit above social responsibility. Anyone, this is a comment from Reddit on this discussion, quote, anyone who pays for more than half of their stuff at the self-checkout is a total moron. Somebody else wrote, there is no moral issue with stealing from the store that forces you to use self-checkout, period. They are charging you to work at their store, wrote somebody else. They say most shoplifters, in fact, are otherwise law-abiding citizens. They would chase behind you on the street to give you back $20 that you dropped. Because you're a person, not a machine. You're not a robot. And when you deal with the self-checkout, you get a false impression of anonymity. They go on to say this apparently empowers people to shoplift. And when they say it, it's not just not scanning stuff. Like people go, when you go through this article, and they are taking stickers off one thing, putting it on something else that weighs the same. Gotcha. (laughs) And then they put that on there. Then that goes into the bag. Or it's like in every other thing. Like you swipe it across the... The, the the scanner, thing, the scanner, but you don't actually scan anything. So it's like the one motion of I just scan this and into the bag it goes. Okay, so I've unintentionally stole from stores when I'm doing self checkout yeah. grocery store. Yeah, because I would do that move where I I take the item and I scan it. Yeah, and I think it scans and I just hear a beep, whatever, and then right. I toss it in the in the in the bag. Yeah, and then after when I get home and I just double check the receipt again. Sometimes I'm like, oh, crap, like these two things or three things didn't scan properly. Yes. But then, like, I'm not going to drive back to the store. No, and what people do is they will take a, like, $15 T-bone, yeah. put it on the scale, hit non-barcode item, and then just punch in bananas. Right. 79 cents. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then in the, and then in the bag it goes, Maury. Oh, like every time. Every time. Also, when it asks you, like, how many bags did you use? Zero. Yeah. Zero. See, no. I'm, I'm so I'm so terrified I, no. of being caught. Yeah. Like I could never. I watch. I, I watch. Well, not watch now, but used to watch too much of that. Uh, what would you do with John Quinones? Oh, please. right. Yes. So I don't want to be the guy stepping out of the grocery store and then he pops up out of a, behind a car. No. And he's like, "Hey, I saw you were scanning your groceries. Little did you know, we had a camera in there, yes. and there were ten items that you didn't scan, yes. and it looked like you knew that you didn't scan them." Absolutely. Yeah, good for the ten items. Absolutely. Um, so, like, if you're sca- if you're weighing a watermelon or something, yeah. you just reweigh your garlic instead. Wow. No, but you, you have to be careful though. What they were saying is that because if you're going to do that, it has to be something of the same weight. Otherwise, because the weight of the thing on that code is noted. So you can't put garlic down and say... You just put it in the bag until you get your receipt. You leave it in the the basket. (laughs) Like at Home Depot, too. Like when you go to Home Depot and you You use their... I know, you can scan now. No, you can, but they have uh, cameras there that show your face and everything. So you can't scan there. No, no, no. 
My wife and I caught a man loading a suitcase with video games and movies and tried to cash out through the self-checkout. As he was checking out, I told a staff member they needed to open the bag. Oh, wow. See, I don't get involved That's with crazy. stuff like that. If I see people, if I see anybody doing that, man, I do not get involved. Maury grew up in a household where the dad, his dad used to dent a can yeah. to bring it up to the front to get a discount on it. Somebody like, texted. He would hit it against his boot. My favorite about that, though, is that now when I go to the house, he gets up, he pulls me aside and says, stop talking about that Tom it doesn't know <laughs> another text well a couple uh, Maury stealing does not surprise me no. reads one no, another no. one reads one time when I was a student I stole a jug of juice by accident I left it in the cart because I never put it in hold the bags on hold on here I gotta call out the people that are listening to this show Okay, there. You mean to tell me that everybody texting right now, nobody's going to admit to intentionally stealing at the self checkout? These are all people who accidentally didn't pay for a mirror. These are all people who accidentally, accidentally didn't pay for something. Nobody's admitting to the scam. Nobody's admitting to taking advantage of self checkout. Police. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote Bulk Barn and Home Depot. Write down cheaper codes for screws and food. <laughs> a lot of, actually, yeah, I love bulk barn, yeah. but there's a lot of text from people who are talking about Ripping writing. the bulk barn? Yeah, writing different codes for Come things that they're on. getting at bulk barn. And a lot of, Breaks I never heart. say uh, how many bags or if I'm using bags from the store. Right. That you have to I, pay I even do that. Even if, I, even if I double bag something because something's heavy, I still write down how many bags exactly that I've used. Yeah, yeah, I do the same. Yeah, if I use three bags, I'm gonna put in there. Do, three. Do you want you want to know how honest I am? This is how terrified I am of, okay. con of conflict. Okay, if I'm there and I know exactly how many bags I've used, yeah, because there's four bags in the cart. I know in my head that I use four bags because I just loaded four bags. Yeah. Because there's a guy standing there that watches everything you do. I will specifically look at my cart, take my finger and point and go, one, two, three, four. <laughs> so he knows that I'm counting and that I'm not stealing yeah. bags. And then I punch in the number, even though I know what it is. I need him to see that I'm making the effort to be honest. Yeah, you should just start counting out loud. <laughs> one, two, three. Yep, I need, I'm getting four bags. Yeah. Absolutely getting yeah. four bags. Hey, kid. What's up? It's Razamoka. Go ahead. We all do it. Stop oh, it, when was the last time, mystery caller? Um, mystery caller. Thank you for that one. Um, I would say about a year ago, I was with my daughter, and she wanted a gosh darn expensive. Oh, oh, how convenient <laughs> that your phone's cutting out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your daughter wanted a what? Oh, oh okay. Uh -huh. Hi, it's Razamoka. What do you want to say? Yeah, that I'm actually admitting that I've gone to Loblaws. I have purposely not scanned anything. Slipped it in there with the weird little look, and I looked around. No one was there. I went home, enjoyed it, and I'll be going back probably later on today to pull it off again. <laughs> what was it? What, what was, was it? it? Oh, six pack of Stella, the Tall Boys. Oh my God! And again, yeah, I wasn't going to go domestic on this. I'm like, we're going in for it. Again, just just to remind people. So after auditing, this is a study of the UK. Uh, after auditing one million self checkout transactions over the course of a year, totaling twenty one million dollars in sales, they found that nearly eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars of goods left the store without being scanned or paid for. That's an incredible number. An absolutely incredible number. It is, and I'm going to change that number probably later on today. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Thanks so much. Later, man. <laughs> later. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Man, shut up. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the debate last night, huh? What? What a disaster. An I felt like I was disaster. watching... I felt like it was a... Uh, a two and a half hour 
like promo of two wrestlers going at each other. It's just so dumb. Before a big match. It's just so dumb. Maybe the idea of Joe Rogan hosting a debate isn't such a bad idea after all. She <laughs> might have four hours of that. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what to... They've just was, secured ratings for the next debate. I don't even know if there's going to be a next debate. You don't think so? At all? You. Why does Biden want to go through that again? He doesn't need to. Did it once. You show up. You do the thing. You, you, nobody would question Biden if he was like, nobody is served by me going through that again or the American people going through that again. It serves no purpose. Things like this. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let Vote now. You pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is... You're going to put a lot of the Supreme is, Court justices, radical question, left... Will you who shut is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? <laughs> this who's is on your so list? Right. Gentlemen, this is, I think... This we've is ended so this, unprecedented. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand, John. <laughs> 47 <laughs> years, you've done nothing. They understand. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yapping, man. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> didn't he tell him? What, didn't he say he was the worst president ever? Dude, wasn't that part of it? Oh, he sure did. I'm going to eliminate the Trump tax cuts, and we're going to I'm going to eliminate those tax okay. cuts, and uh, yeah, make cool sure guy. that we invest in the people who, in fact, need the help. People out there need help. But why didn't you do it over twenty in the last twenty-five years? Because you were president. Because you weren't president screwing things up. You were a senator. You're the worst president America has ever had. Let me just say, Joe, I've done more in in forty-seven months. I've done more than you've done in forty-seven years, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go through that again? Oh man! You know it was what? every it was every bit the the just the colossal disaster that you had thought it was going to be. I don't remember the last time I watched a, a presidential debate or any debate where like they, there was no like they didn't normally they'll drone on and on about policy to the point of where the 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 commentators afterwards will be like too much policy you got to talk to the people you got to get real yeah you got to just like and it got too real last time <laughs> there was no, they didn't talk about anything no between the two of them no i know they didn't talk about anything they just like bickered back and forth i think that they should have been allowed to punch each other in the mouth uh, at the beginning yeah. just to just know get out all the aggression just to know who hits harder <laughs> because that that really like levels like that evens out a playing field when you're in an argument like this. What do you think each of their teams said afterwards? Like they all must. Oh, they have both been said that you crushed it. Shaking their heads. No, no. Behind their backs. No. They, At all? No, no. no oh no. come on. No, no. They each think that their guy crushed it. They really? Each, oh, absolutely. Even when things like this happen. With you, yeah, you the, the, wait a minute. You get the final word, Mister. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This. <laughs> and, and let me person. just say that. No, no, no. Excuse me. I mean this yeah, person. You know you were saying, Joe. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> That's like what 10-year-olds do, right? Yeah. <laughs> that guy was being such a jerk. I mean, nice person. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Did you see this video of the paramedic with a uh, jet suit on? Yeah, what is that? Because I don't click on stuff like that because I assume Bro, that they're trying to sell me a jet pack. Crazy. This is uh, out of Northwest England where they are testing a company named Gravity Industries has been testing a jetpack suit in oh, emergency situations that now. can travel 51 kilometers per hour. 
to get to people that need medical attention before ambulance or in a case where you need like a, a helicopter yeah. to come in and take you to the hospital. But it's basically Iron Man, right? So these Iron Man-like suits yeah. travel. They Based on this video, take a look at this video. It looks like maybe this paramedic is like 10 or 15 feet off the ground. Yeah. And he's got a backpack on, and he's got these two, like, jet engines. In his hands. uh, Attached to his arms. Yeah. And he's navigating that way. Yeah, it's Iron Man. Basically. Yeah. Ten feet up in the air. You can go higher in those things, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I'd go real high. I mean, not if I'm the test guy. No, no, no. I'm like, you know, close to the ground. No, no. Like, I, if something happens, then I can, like, I am tuck not, and roll. I am not buying a jackpack until I can get a jetpack at Walmart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I am not going to be the, the like, when Gen When it's, like, tested one. and proven? I'm not going to their Kickstarter so I can be on the first shipment. Yeah. Hell no. I will wait until... Like, version 5, maybe? <laughs> at yeah, least. Until, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Minimum version five. Exactly. Once they come out with the Lego version, I know it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing, I'm not Gen 1 jetpack guy. That is not me. I do not like danger. I don't take risks. Yeah. But this thing is wild, man. It's pretty he's, cool, though. He's flying around like Iron Man. Yeah. This guy. This is so crazy. And you know what the funny thing is with all this? I look at this and it's not even that big of a deal. You know, you like it's kind of cool. Like it's kind of cool, but I'm not blown away. Like I think I should be blown away. Really? No. I look at this no. as being an amazing, it amazing is. tool. It, no, it's it's an amazing t- it's an amazing tool. But like you know, I look at that the same way. Like when I see a guy on a motorized unicycle, right? I'm like, huh. The engineering behind that must be like really complicated, and it just reassures me that there's you know really smart people in the world doing things every day with their lives and somebody created a motorized unicycle and somebody else created a jetpack but my mind is not blown like it's not like i'm seeing something for the first time like i'm right. so desensitized to incredible achievements in engineering that i don't like know David what it Blaine would take flying in the air with all these balloons yeah Almost up to space. Yeah. Was mesmerizing. That was mesmerizing, right? This guy with the jetpacks on his hands and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, cool, man. What, what else? I, I look at that and I go, what else can it do? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Maury, didn't you send me a Drake billboard? What is this? Where's that from? Huh? Maury sent me a picture of a big giant billboard. Because you're always wondering when the new Drake record's coming out, right? Oh, that's for his store. And um, he's opening a store in Grove City in, where's that, California? In L.A.? Is that what that is? Mm. The new OVO store. Oh, yeah. OVO at the Grove. What does he sell in his store? Everything. Like Shirts, what? hats, T-shirts, yeah. sweaters, pants, uh, pants, sneakers. What do Drake pants look like? Sweatpants. Every time I try to buy something. Yeah. On the day that things drop, yeah. they sell out. Really, huh? Yeah, what everything. Is, what, okay, what do, is, what, is, what do Drake pants look like? Oh, just like regular sweatpants, but like they'll have... Do they have like his face the on them and stuff? No, no. Not, none of the items that he sells has his face on them. Okay. Yeah. They got the, the owl on it though, right? Yeah, there's yeah. one owl that I want so bad. One owl hoodie. Yeah. Where the, uh, one of the, um, the wings has the Canadian flag in it. Right. What does he charge for that? I think it's like 148 Oof. I think. I'm it's pretty expensive. sure. It's like 148 That's the only one that I want. What does he charge for a pair of pants? Like one something. One something? Yeah. That's expensive for for uh, track pants. Don't you think? I mean. What do you spend on? Because I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. 
Like, what's the quality? I don't know. To me, to me I become my <laughs> no, father. I, say- I become my father when somebody starts talking about $200 for a pair of track pants. Hold on. Let me go... Let me go to the store and I will tell I you. I can't fathom $200 for a pair of track pants. Makes um, no sense to me. Okay, here we go. New arrivals. Yeah. So some of these, um, some of the hoodies, basic hoodie, yeah. right? Uh, $158 for that hoodie right there. Come on Just a basic already. color. And then over the left uh, breast, I, I guess, is a, a tiny little owl, the OVO symbol. And how much is that? That one's $158. <sighs> now you want to know about pants. Is that U.S.? Uh, this is Canadian. Okay, thank God. All right, here. So sweatpants, one twenty-eight. That's part of the same collection. Dollars for sweatpants. They're Basic. not even skinny. I'm not paying one hundred twenty-eight dollars <laughs> for a pair of loose oh, ass sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find. Where's the skinny one? Nope, they don't have. Uh, one forty-eight um, for uh, cargo pants. Jeez. T-shirts like forty-eight bucks. Yeah. That's What's the it. quality like? Do you own any of it? You don't have any of it. Do you? I can't get any of them. Like the ones that I want. Like I can get any of these, but I don't want these ones. No. What do you want? I want the one, the black hoodie with the owl that's got the <laughs> Canadian flag. <laughs> he's got you, way. right? He's got you. And there was a hat that I wanted. You're exactly. But- you're exactly. When he sits down, he's like, okay, how am I going to get these suckers? Pay $200 for a pair of track pants. He's like, I'm going to do one with the owl, with the, with the Canadian, with the maple leaf on the wing. Now this one, you know me, I'm a ball cap guy, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I so know. So this one is a little excessive. But like one fifty five for a hat for a ball cap. Yeah, let me see what it looks like. That was with their uh, with the D squared. D squared. Yeah. So it has the DSQ two logo yeah. on the front. Yeah. That was their collab, and that one's one fifty five. That's that. Uh, I would. I, I I'm not going to do that. that. What do you normally pay for a ball cap? Like, what's a fancy ball cap? Uh, the highest I've paid, I think, was like sixty five bucks. Really? For a hat? Yeah. What, how much was yours? Ten bucks. More and more. He says ten bucks. No higher than ten bucks is what a ball cap should like, cost, right? They're usually like anywhere between like thirty and forty-five bucks. I'd pay. Right. What about when you go to like those fancy $10, stores? Ten dollars, and I bet you I've gotten more compliments on this than yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I bet. Okay. <laughs> what are you willing to bet? Are you willing to bet your hat? No, I'll give you ten. I'm not giving up this hat. Well, it's you, not available you on just, the store you just anymore. You said that you'll bet. This is not available online anymore. Doesn't matter. What you is think it? Focus isn't it is. available online either. This What's one, this? it says executive producer Dick Wolf. Okay, I don't know who that is from Law and Order. Hello. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can make that. I can make that exact same hat at Lids for ten bucks. Yeah. I paid 10 bucks. Yeah, 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 that's right. You shouldn't be able to make it. This is the conversation that I love. This is why I love this show is that you get somebody who knows nothing about Drake but knows everything about Law & Order arguing with somebody who knows nothing about Law & Order but knows everything about Drake. And there will, there, will never be, there will never be a winner and you're both arguing over hats. Okay, shut up. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So we all know Kanye's been uh, tweeting up a storm mm-hmm. for the past... It seems like weeks. What do you do now? He, over the weekend, I guess he's in Haiti, and he posted a video of, he's on a boat, and there's a track playing in the background, which everyone, we're all assuming, is a new song called Believe What I Say, and it samples Lauryn Hill. Oh. And this is the kind of Kanye that I love. Sampling doo-wop. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You need something unexpected. Some form of weapon. You ask him to feel protected. And still feel protected. Just one time for the record. Just one time for the record. Don't agree with the message. Don't agree with the methods. Don't let the lesson last, man. Let's When we let them know when the last time the video ends. Mm-hmm. That is the Kanye that I like. That is a Kanye I can get behind and support. Well, because it's because I like that Lauren Hill song. Yeah, it's a great Lauren Hill song. Yeah, but it's also like for me as a Kanye fan, the kind of production I like from him. Yeah, right. Like I understand his last album, what he was trying to do with it, the one that dropped last year. I can't even remember the name of the song. All of, of it. them that he's been dropping. But the one from last year especially, um, I listened to it once and then I just deleted it off my yeah. Apple Music because no. it wasn't my thing. He hasn't, yeah. He's got a real relevance issue um, where he is so relevant in the sense that his his legacy is just put so high up on the the, the level of everybody else because of what he's done. But he's, he's, I don't know, he just, when's the last time he's released anything relevant, like truly relevant life of pablo i would say actually no not even i didn't like that album either no nobody did like very few two, people did i shouldn't say no i like two did. songs on that album yeah but nothing but nothing like when's In the last long, time he released time. when's the last time he released something let me let me rephrase the question when's the last time he released something where the conversation was about the quality of music quality of music rather than the conversation just around kanye I'd say like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. It was ago, like my right? beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, 10, my ten years favorite ago. Favorite album of his. Now, I'm with you. I like this. And, yeah. I'm, and, I, and if Kanye wants to do this, I'm fine because I like when Kanye raps this way and he picks a good song and he's sampling it and all this other stuff. But of course I'm going to like this. It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see where this album or where this song ends up. If it's going to be on an album, believe what I say is any of the songs, by the way. But because this is Kanye, you know that this may never be released, right? Know, like, that's the problem. This may be a tease. <laughs> like, hey, what do you guys think of this song? Yeah, you like it? Yeah. You love it? Well, yeah. guess what? You'll never hear it again. <laughs> exactly. Ever. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Caitlin Bristow from Dancing with the Stars got a score of 23 this not, past Monday not a bad on the show. Score. Really good, actually. Uh, put it in the top. It's a whole different show now that uh, Carol Baskin has gone home. Uh, so much to talk about with Caitlin Bristow. What happened to her leg because of the promos that they were running? They made it seem like she might lose the leg. But- like with surgery? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we'll make sure we get uh, uh, Caitlin's take on the upcoming season of Bachelorette with Claire. Caitlin Bristow, what up? It's your boy. Boyfriends, Razamoka. Hi, how are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm so good, thank you. Um, how is your ankle? Oh my gosh, it's actually so much better, which is amazing. Um, it's probably something I'm going to have to nurse the whole season, but um, no fracture or anything, so I'm happy about that. So what is it? What happened? Because yeah, they, screwed up the they were like, you know what they do on these shows? They were like, will Caitlin Bristow dance? And then it became, will Caitlin Bristow die? And then it became, you know what I mean? Like they really, they really went yeah, over the top go with to it. The extreme. So like, so well, what? It's funny because I come from the Bachelor world, so I didn't think that was that dramatic. Oh, I, I was guess until you, you said might. that right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> f- but yeah, it's, it was dramatic. Um, yeah, I really was like in tears about th- uh, three hours before the show because I couldn't even put weight on my foot. But 
it's one of those things where it wasn't something specific that happened. I didn't like roll it or land on it weird. It was just over time. I think from wear and tear, wearing these three inch heels, dancing in them, you know, it's been quarantine. I haven't put on heels in a hot minute. So I think it was just um, wear and tear on, on my ankle and it turned into tendonitis. That's just gotten worse because I've, I don't get a day off. Is there Aww. is there a sense now that Carol Baskin's gone that the sort of circus has left town and now you guys have a, <laughs> almost a different attitude on the show? Now you can really get down to business? <laughs> I thought she was going to be there for longer for ratings. Oh, Caitlin. Yeah, no, no, for ratings. Because you know <laughs> oh, Bachelor World, ratings. right? Sure, sure, Bachelor sure, World, sure. you know what that's like. That's Yeah, that's why they didn't get her home on weekend on uh, on week one. But do you sort of get that feeling yeah. that uh, that now you guys, it's a, it's almost a different show now? Um, I haven't felt it yet, but that's because it's it's... 2020, so we don't see each other anyways. Right. So I don't, I didn't feel her presence in the first place. I've said on this show, I we said it to AJ McLean. I said it on ET Canada before any of this even started. As soon as you were announced, I said that you were going to win the whole thing. Oh my gosh, I hope you're right. Yes, you are <laughs> going to win the whole thing. Now, one thing I do know about you because I've been in a room with you and we've been crushing a bottle yes. of wine. Uh, what is your yes. wine intake like during Dancing with the Stars? And do you have to cut back? Oh, you know what I. I at first, I was just still taking in as much as I always do. And then once this ankle injury happened, yeah. I was like, they put me on a little painkiller. So now I, my injury no. has definitely gone down. And I, I know it's just devastating. <laughs> Um, who would you say in the list of celebrities that are on Dancing with the Stars this year? Caitlin, who is your number one competitor? Like, who's the one person Ooh. you're eyeing every single week being like, I need to, I need to kill it because... This person is also potentially going to kill it. Honestly, I keep calling him the silent thunder because I was like, nobody saw that one coming. And it's Neve Shulman. Really? Yeah, he's so good. Now, when you look, are you like, do you size people up? Because I know you guys are fairly sequestered. So when do you actually see what everybody else is capable of? Like, are you watching that night or do you have to watch it, you know, on, on TV after the fact? Like, how do you get a sense of where you are in the pack? Well, it's really nice because we like to get in our own heads right before the live show because we have dress rehearsal. So that's when we see everybody oh, wow. in full costume doing it all one time through. So, um, yeah, it's so fun because, well, okay, I'm a very competitive person, so no. I, like kind of, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to kind of take a knee sometimes and be like, okay, Caitlin, this is like, like everybody feels like family around there and everybody's like cheering each other on and rooting for each other. And then I was like, at first I was like, what do you mean this is a competition? But now I find myself like enjoying watching everybody, but me is the one I'm like, ugh. Really? Okay. Any 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 playful like smack talk with anyone? Uh from six feet apart, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 interesting because they went all out with that first couple of weeks with the with the music and out of the gate you got a tweet from Lady Gaga who told you how wonderful you were. And I don't know where you go from there. No, I peaked way too early. Way too early. <laughs> <laughs> but you killed it on Monday night with the uh with the song from Moana. Oh well thank you. Yeah, all the little kids agree. Um and uh, what is uh, what's your take on uh on bachelorette because again you know the dramatics behind this you know the, the dramatics behind yes. this show and we've heard nothing other than it is going to be an absolute either disaster or piece of bachelorette <laughs> brilliance uh what's your take on 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 the rumors i think it'll be a little bit of both which is always great tv so i don't i mean when i heard chris harrison say that claire blew up the bachelorette i was like Yes, I feel like I'm passing the torch from being like the most controversial bachelorette. Like Claire can take it. <laughs> have you talked to her? <laughs> I have, but only like, you know, 
she's still under contract. So yeah. you always have to, you know, she, I've talked to her and she seems very happy. And that's pretty much all I know. And uh, what are you dancing to next week? Do you know? Yes, I'm dancing to Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs. Oh, okay. what kind of dance? Are you allowed to say yet? Yeah. Um, the Viennese Waltz. Yeah, it's it's very Nashville of me. Yeah, really. What is that like when you got it? Like when they're like, uh, guess what? A Viennese Waltz. Like, do you even know what that is? Like, I mean, I know you dance and everything, but like, do you have to go and then research so what exactly this thing is? Yes, I did. I'm like, I, I mean, I've never done ballroom. So every time they tell me, I act all excited and then I go home and Google it. Because I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, Caitlin Bristow, we are rooting for you. A uh, new episode of Dancing with the Stars on Monday night. Thank you so much much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, here. They did a survey on life's most stressful events. So the 10 most stressful life events. Damn it, Maury, come on in here. Marriage? Uh, marriage is on the list. Getting married, not marriage. <laughs> oh. No, like all encompassing. <laughs> no, marriage itself is not on the list, but getting married is on the list. That was actually yeah. not that stressful. So what is the, the most, uh, would you say, stressful life events, Mocha? So I was going to say planning a wedding, for sure. Maybe buying a house? Getting, buying your first getting, home? Getting married is on there. Buying a home? Is that stressful? Um, is no, it on the list? Buying a home isn't on here, but one of the, the number one, it ties into that, and I find it to be a bit shocking. So getting a new pet is number 10. Yeah. Uh, dating someone new is number nine. No, that's fun. Uh, starting college is number eight. Sending your kid off to college is number seven. Death. Changing careers is number six. Starting a new job is number five. Having kids is at number four. Getting married is at number three. Going through a big breakup or divorce is number two. So what's number one then? Moving. Oh, over everything. Oh, hold on, moving over divorce? Moving over divorce. I mean, maybe moving because of divorce. Like, yeah, moving over uh, and, and sending your kid off to college. I was wow. renovations not on there. It, well, I would say I would say doing renovations is more stressful than moving. Absolutely, yeah. Maury, I'm with you and, on and that. And death. Well, what do you mean? Like, death worry, is, like death is stressful. Isn't yeah, but it? not for you. You're dead. Oh no! But like just before. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, die? so dying? <laughs> I imagine dying would be stressful, but I don't think that anybody that they surveyed was actually dying. Okay. <laughs> right there to vote. Didn't make no. the list. <laughs> didn't, didn't make the list. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you watch The Masked Singer at all? No. Have you ever watched The Masked Singer? Just clips. Like when I see a trend, yeah. I'll watch clips. I don't mind it. It was weird last night. So... One one of the stars on The Masked Singer outed himself. Like, normally they sing, and then the judges have to try and guess who they are. Yeah. And last night on the show, the star who was in the costume couldn't take it anymore and just... Oh, it was just fed up? It just fed up, I guess, okay. and just pulled his mask off. Who was it? Do you want to hear the clip? Wait, Gremlin, what are you doing? to take this off. It's too damn hot. What? It's not that part of the show yet. No, you can't do that. Men in black, I need some help. What is happening? I say let's go. We lost control. It's no. a Gremlin show. No. No. Oh my God. Mickey Rourke. No. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Rourke. 
Yeah. He blew everything up already. Yeah. I love it. No one has ever done this. Man, you're such a legend. What would make you do the mass Singer and come have fun with us? It was in the neighborhood. I <laughs> <laughs> had my Gremlin costume. I was like, I'm pulling up. I do like the show. I mean, I, I watched like four episodes, you know, and they asked me, would you be interested? In... So I watched like from the very beginning and all that, you know. <laughs> so what he quit because so, it was too hot in the costume yeah so he just like pulled a, a mickey rourke like this is what you get when you invite mickey Rourke to do things so he was in the costume and then i guess he went up and he sang a song quote unquote sang a song yeah and then he just didn't want to do it anymore he got hot so he took his mask off and then i in in, in and when he left like he just blew everything off like he didn't even do any press he didn't like fulfill any of the obligations that any of really? the other contestants do the only thing he did was uh sing stand by me with nick cannon horribly <laughs> He doesn't want to be there. Oh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Just blowing up the spot. Don't even care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, what's up, Haley? Hi, how are you? Good, Good. how are you? Good. Haley, you wrote us this. Uh, Ronzamoka FML, I recently moved in with my boyfriend of three years and realized that I was the one in the relationship that was planning all of our dates. My boyfriend is a great person and he makes it a point to tell me how much he cares about me. I brought it up that I would appreciate it if he would plan more special things for us to do together, even if it's simply a walk in the park. Uh, this resulted in a fight and him saying that he doesn't enjoy doing the things I do and he doesn't want to plan dates because he only enjoys watching games or going out with friends. Damn. Dates are really important to me and I'm being too high, am I being too high maintenance or should my BF show more interest? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, would he ever say like, I don't know, you know, a new restaurant just opened up down the street. Maybe we should go check it out. Anything like that? Or he just like flat out does not make any recommendations for the two of you guys to do stuff together. I just don't think he's like into like, he's just not that kind of person. He's very relaxed, chill, stay yeah. in. Mm -hmm. I'm more of the adventurous one who's like, oh yeah, let's go try the new restaurant. Or, you know, the other weekend I was like, let's do a picnic. And I think it would just be nice if we had you know, put more effort in. So okay. So I, I will say this in, in my relationship, you are the Catherine and your boy and your boyfriend is me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just don't do this stuff. Right? <laughs> I, no, and, and yeah. I, but, but, okay, but there's, there's ways around this because when somebody doesn't, 
take initiative in planning things. It could be for like a bunch of different reasons, right? Like it could be because that person just really likes routine and they don't like their routine to be disrupted. Uh, they could be a complete intro- introvert. They could be passive. Uh, I know a lot of people who are the youngest child in a family don't always plan things when they become an adult. They're not the planner because they never were the planner. Yeah. They spent their whole life being told that this is what the family's doing so just get on board right yeah, just be there when it's your just time be there when it's your time and so there's a lot of there's a lot of different reasons why somebody could be in that in that position but i would say for you um what i would recommend is when you do have these conversations with him i would lead with positivity where i would lead with things that say you know what i really love when we do this together you know, I really love it yeah. when we do this together. And I think that you need to explain to him because sometimes, you know, he may be crap at planning things. He may have terrible ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be the one that's good. I always say this, that in relationships, do the thing you're good at mm-hmm. between two people. And if you're the one who's really good at planning things, most times that's going to be your job. But I think that you can talk to him and say, you know what I love more than anything, more than a new restaurant opening, more than anything else. I just love kicking it with you. And I need to know that you love kicking it with me. And one way for me to realize that you love kicking it with me is to plan an adventure to kick it with me. And, and that's, and that's really it. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be anything. He just has to show you that he's not just going along for the ride and appeasing you, that there has to be some sort of motivation on his part to want to kick it with you as well. Hey, Haley, has he ever brought up anything with you like something that he wants to do that you're not into or he doesn't even uh, do that. Like the thing is like, I will even plan stuff that I think he'll like, like I've taken him to like football games and like gone out and played basketball with him. And like, he likes that stuff. So even if I don't enjoy it, I'm still like, Hey, do you want to do this? Cause I think you would like it. So yeah. I, mean, I just want the same energy back. I oh, guess. Okay. How's everything else in your relationship? Like you guys are still, That's great. yeah. All right. No, like the thing is like, I think it's like a love language thing. Like he's really good at like communicating his feelings probably better than me. But I'm more of like, let's spend, I'm like a quality time kind of person. Yeah, Yeah, you're two different people. Surprise, surprise. I don't think that this is, I don't don't think that this is a deal breaker. Now, if you got the sense that he was avoiding you or he was avoiding intimacy or he was avoiding spending time with you or he was just super lazy or you were second place in the house to video games or porno or whatever it would be, right? If this, then then this is a different conversation. But if he's just the kind of go with the flow guy, because you, because you do a great job at planning things, I think that you could maybe get him out of his shell a little bit, but I don't think that you're ever going to achieve that 50, 50 because people who are really into routine and super, Super passive. You're not going to change that. Yeah, that's true. But what about the part where he said he doesn't enjoy doing the things that she wants to do? Well, there's that. Yeah, I think he's just like so. Or do like, you think he said that just out of frustration of having the conversation all the time? I mean, yeah, that's probably that too. I think yeah. he was just like thinks like I'm maybe asking. I'm not. I don't think I'm asking for too much, but I think he's just like not good at doing that kind of stuff. There are things that Catherine um, won't even ever ask me to do right like there's just there's because she knows that it's i'm gonna be miserable right and then it's not fun for anybody like nobody wants to spend time with me when i'm miserable so she has (laughs) she has all these wonderful things that she does Uh and she and roxy will do something or she and a couple of her girlfriends will do something there's just stuff that i don't enjoy doing right i I don't my question to you Haley, i was gonna ask like some of these things that you enjoy doing are there other people in your life 
that you could do yeah, those things with thing as well. Too. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, I like doing, like, stuff during the seasons, like, you know, going to the pumpkin patch or, like, going to the Christmas market and stuff like that. And he's just like, well, I don't know if I really like doing that stuff. <laughs> and so yeah. I guess I can't blame him, but he's also like, why don't you do that with, you know, one of your friends or, like, your mom? And I'm just kind of like, but it's, like, a cute couple thing to do. So. Is it, though? Is it, though? Or is it a cute couple thing for you to do? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> right? and, 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 and you can say that stuff to him. You can say, hey, listen, every now and then you got to throw me a bone. One thing that I yeah. love is I love yeah. I love putting big pom-pom toques on and holding your hand and going to the Christmas market. You know why? Because I think it's awesome and it makes me feel good. So guess what yeah. we're doing tomorrow? And then he's going <laughs> to yeah. go, we're gonna, and then he's going to, we're going to go to the Christmas market and you're going to go, yeah. And guess what? You're in charge of buying tickets and finding parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that you can put him in that position. I think you can say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to go and do this thing with Colleen um, because <laughs> because because I know because I know you'd hate it. But listen, tonight when I get home, you and me are going to do this. So while I'm gone, make sure you blah blah blah. Leave the leave the sort of planning your idea on him, and then he'll get used to doing it. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Does that help, Haley? Yes. Thank you guys so much. All, All right. right, girl. You take care. All right. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I want to talk to you real quick about one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Which and is? actually, a lot of people's favorite TV shows of all time. Okay. It's been seven years since they aired the very final episode of this show. But as soon as I play the music, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, why don't you just say The Office? I know it's your favorite show. Well, why don't you say? Because I didn't want to spoil something. When you know, I, I said it that. was my favorite when, show. I know, but I hate when say, somebody says, I want to talk to you about a show, and then and people just start going, uh, Golden Girls, uh, Wonder Woman. You're like, no, man, I'm just, I'm on to something. Just let me do my thing. So I didn't start shouting it out, but of course I knew it was going to be The Office. You love The Office more than most people, I would say. Um, and uh, still watching it on Netflix. I got you it now are, huh? because, you are. yeah, because they're running out of their contract on Netflix because right. NBC is going to pick it up on their new streaming service. So everyone's rushing now to, to re-enjoy, re-watch The Office. So Jenna Fisher and Angela Kingsley. Mm-hmm who play Pam and Angela in accounting on the show. Yeah. They met on the set of The Office, became best friends, hang out together all the time, and they have this podcast call, um, called The Office Ladies, where they go through each episode, every single episode, and they give background information, fun facts. They'll have special guests on, on their show. Uh, Rain Wilson was on an, an earlier episode. They'll have some of the writers on the show yeah. to give some, some background to each of those episodes. So recently they had one of the show's editors, his name is Dave Rogers, on the Office Ladies podcast. And he had mentioned that one of the show's creators, Greg Daniels, uh, went to the cast and crew and asked everyone to like pitch songs that would then be used as like the theme song for The Office. Listen to this. So everybody pitched songs and then it got narrowed down. I had to cut like 21 different versions of the main title. <laughs> oh like, my gosh. You had a song. You had a song. This was, you know, because I had to cut the picture. It wasn't like I could just lay the song in. I had to cut the picture to the to the song. To the song. John Krasinski, I remember, he had a good song by Sloan that was almost, uh, you know, that was a contender. I mean, there were a lot of, lot of good songs. But, of course, ultimately, we went, we went with the first song that we got submitted to us from a composer which was the theme as we all know it to the office and that, that wow. was it i pitched modest mouth like we'll all float on okay uh, do you remember that song yeah yes 
I think it was being used by like the CW or something like that. It was, it was. So Angela's talking about this song that she huh. proposed to be the theme song for The Office. necessarily the same yeah, effect, right? The it doesn't have the same effect as a classic that we all know and love. Yeah. Also, I think that it would have been different if it was a song that we all knew. Right. I think you would have felt differently. I always feel differently about when, when shows when shows do that. Where it's a song by a band that everybody knows? Yeah, that you already, that you already knew. As opposed to wonder, something generic that then became iconic. What Sloan song, I wonder, did Krasinski pitch? I don't know. He never said in the interview. Yeah, because they have some. Now I'm going through, like, trying to figure out in my head of all the Sloan songs that there are because they're a great Canadian band. Um, Jeez, I don't even know which one it would have been. But, yeah, that would have been, again, falling into the same category as Modest Mouse where I'm like, "Eh," because that theme song for The Office is so iconic. There's no vocals in it. There's no nothing. Yeah. And you've never heard it anywhere else other than that. Like, that song is exclusively The Office And that was the first original one that was pitched before they went and asked everybody else for these 21 other versions. Yeah. And they just stuck with the original. Yeah, no, I like that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Somebody DM me this. I love a riddle. Hey, damn it, Maury, come on in here. You might need a pen. Actually, you will need a pen. And an abacus. <laughs> uh, how do you say this name? Gautam? G-A-U-T-A-M. Okay. Guatam, I think it is. Is Guatam that the world? I don't even know. Uh, anyway, they sent me this. And it was, uh, can you see if Maury can answer this? So the question is, Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? Okay, so I wrote mustard. Can you go back a sec? Mr. and Mrs. Mustard Mm -hmm. have six daughters, and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? Okay, so each one has six daughters. No, there are six daughters, and each one has... There is one brother. Mr. and Mrs. Mustard Mustard. have six daughters, and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? Roz, look over here. Is this the answer? Of course it is. Okay. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six. I'm trying to take this seriously. Okay, so am I. Talk talk us through your process here. So there's a mom and a dad, Mr. and Mrs. Mustard. Correct. Correct. Okay. Lovely family, by the way. Yes. I relish in their excitement. Okay. Um, Of what? I don't know. That's just the pun. Don't like it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, relish. I get it. I get it. Catch up, Maury. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good one, bro. Good one. Good one. Okay. 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 Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters. So right there, see, there is eight. Okay. Right? So Mr. and Mrs. Mustard have six daughters, and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard family? Nine. Nine. Because they all have the same brother. So when you say each one has the same brother, tricky, tricky, not so quicky. Are you sure? Yeah. So talk us through the math here. There is one, two, mom and dad. Okay. Six, seven, eight, right? So there are six daughters. Two parents, six daughters, eight kids right there. Each one has one brother. Eight kids. Sorry, eight people. Eight people. Eight people, sorry. Okay. Each one has one brother. Yes. That there is the tricky part because they all have the same brother, right? Right, but they each have a brother. They each have the same brother. Is it, though? 
Yes. Okay. That much I know. How do you know that? Because they're all the. It's all each one is like it's all the same brother. I'm assuming that's right. <laughs> you found yourself in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. The answer is nine. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the answer. So to your uh, question, Guatam, uh, can Maury answer this? Yes, he can. Shockingly, I would say. Yeah. Big time. Uh, yes, he. Yes, he can. Congratulations, Damon Maury. I feel so smart. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, did you see the story about the uh, swearing parrots in the UK? Now, do people teach their parrots to swear, or do you think that the parrots just pick it up? Like, I think that they would have to hear it from somewhere. Enough times to know how to use from it From someone. Properly. Right, yes. To know. So there are these five parrots that had to be separated at a zoo. In the UK. Oh, it's at a zoo. Yes. Oh, no. These parrots are named Billy, Elsie, Eric, Jade, and Tyson. And they joined the zoo to be integrated with the 200 other parrots that they have at this, in this parrot colony within the zoo uh, back in August. So not that long ago. And then the CEO of this wild park said, we saw it very quickly. We are quite used to parrots swearing, But we've never had five at the exact same time. Most parrots clam up when they're outside, but for some reason, these five relish it. (laughs) Oh, no. So it's become so bad that the parents, parents, the parrots had to be separated from one another. So that they don't set each other off. Like the five swearing parrots. The five swearing parrots. Now, I wonder if parrots, can, can like the swearing parrots teach the other parrots how to swear? Or does a human have to teach it how to do stuff? No, I think a parrot. Can teach another parrot? Can teach another parrot, yeah. Because all they have to do is hear it it's enough like a, times to then say what it is they said. One person who works at the zoo said one of the parrots, one of the parrots called them a, a fat Really? F word. Wow. Yeah. No. Like very vulgar. Who taught that to the parrot? Yeah. Uh, no one complained about the parrots. <laughs> Who owned these parrots before they got them? But they were separated for the sake of young visitors in the hopes that they would pick up natural calls from yeah. the other parrots yeah. that are there. Um, and then the CEO finally said, when a parrot tells you to F off, it amuses people very highly. It's brought a big smile to a really hard year. Wow. See, parrots, when when it's in birds, you can understand it. And it's like some sort of weird anomaly because you don't think that they actually understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know, because there's not a lot like you don't know the intelligence level because you can't really do things with with birds. But they're they're smart and they can repeat after you. But you don't think that they comprehend it. Now, if you could teach a dog to talk. Oh, man. (laughs) I'd never own one. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Samantha, what up? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. Okay, so Samantha, you wrote this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I just broke up with my boyfriend who I found out was still using online dating apps. I felt betrayed and somewhat cheated on, even though he claims he never met up with any of these girls. It still stings. Damn. Fast forward, I'm moving on emotionally from the heartbreak but I'm still kind of pissed. My question is, 
To feel a bit better about the hurt, what is the worst kind of lawn seed or weed seed I could sprinkle over my ex's lawn that will germinate quickly? <laughs> he takes pride in his home, lawns, and gardens, and I spent so much time with this guy playing house, helping him out. I feel like my time with him was for his selfish gain. <laughs> Yo, Samantha, how long have you been with this guy for? So we were together over a year, well, yeah. dating over a year. So a couple months ago, we had the chat, like, hey, let's give up our dating apps. I'm really into this. And I assumed he gave them up because I did. And one day he was showing me something on his phone, and it said he had a new match. First off, who keeps their alerts on? Wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that set me off. We got into an argument. Then he went into this big spiel about he doesn't know what he wants, which is fine. So, like, that part really sucked. But, yeah, like, I know be the bigger person, move on with dignity and grace. Yeah. But, you know, like, come on. I spent, like, a lot of time this summer helping him out. What what do I get out of it? Okay, how long were you guys together for? We were dating for over a year. Okay. And how long was it serious, would you say? Like, how long until you guys had the let's get rid of uh, the Tinder conversation? Um, we had that, like, you know, just after Christmas, so, like, okay. January. So. Okay. so you don't know if he if he messed around on you, though, right? He says that he, he wasn't. He says he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it is a pandemic, so I'm going to hope I was still exclusive in his bubble. But I don't know what to think. <laughs> okay, I I can't tell. Like I can't tell you how to get revenge on somebody who really. You're not even convinced that anything happened, other than the fact that he didn't delete Tinder. Yeah, I guess so. But again, I still feel betrayed. Like, was he only hanging out with me to do chores? Because, <laughs> like, I get it. We are still in the pandemic, and it's not like our social lives are the same. But, like, I felt like every weekend it was like, let's do things around the house. And I was like, well, let's go out and do something. Okay, like, yeah, okay. Samantha. As yeah. much as, you know, I'm very much on the side of um, revenge <laughs> to a certain degree, right? Yeah. Or I had yeah. been in the past. I don't think filling his lawn with weeds <laughs> is the right road to go down. I think this is a situation where you guys are over. You need to move on with your life. He'll move on with his life. Fair. I mean, it was like the... Dog days of summer, August, on my hands and knees, pulling weeds from his interlocking. Like, I want the weeds back. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but you're not going to get that time back. That's the sort of gamble you take. You're right. How did you guys meet? Uh, online as well. Yeah, That's why okay. we had the chat. All right, all right cool. So you guys, you, you met on Tinder. Not that there's anything wrong with that, and there's some relationships that have worked out very, very well off that kind of thing. But you lost them you lost them the same way. And trust issues, uh, when you meet online, you guys have a level of trust that other people maybe don't. Because I have found in the past that when I talk to people who are very much still into dating apps, it's not even that they use them. They play them. It's almost like it's a game like you don't use tinder you play tinder and playing tinder is something that is still acceptable to a lot of people even while you're in a relationship and mm -hmm. that is something that you have to get over and you have to sort of help each other through because two people can be you know have the exact same attitude towards it but when it comes to breaking up i i, I can't get behind this getting revenge off a simple breakup like it, it doesn't i can't get behind getting revenge for uh, over a lot of things but i'm not going to tell you to go what seed to go by 
and sort of sprinkle <laughs> it on the man's lawn to get all those weeds back. Like I just, I just can't. I have a list right in my head. Yeah, but I can't do it. Is clover on your list? Uh, clover's on my list. Yeah, uh, yeah I got. I mean, realistically, like you know, is uh, creeping Charlie on your list? No, 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 no. Oh, that no, one. No. I got a lot yeah. of that in my backyard. No, but the you, there's other things. You know, like if I was going to do this, which I would. <laughs> yeah, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Can you whisper it? No, I can't whisper it. No, I can't even whisper it. I can't even whisper. I'll tell. Okay, we're gonna let you go. Yeah. Right. All right, Samantha. We're gonna let you go. I'm gonna whisper it to Mocha. Okay. And then, and then, because I can't say it to you, but we're going to let you go. And then I'd, I'm going to whisper it to Mocha. Maybe, hey, maybe we bleep it. Maybe we don't. Samantha, promise no yeah. revenge. I promise. I okay. mean, that's fine. Okay. My other option was to cover all this stuff in glitter, but it's okay. Yeah. No, oh, wow. it's no, good. you already promised, Samantha. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. Okay. Love you oh, lots. Wow. You be safe okay. and be good. Okay. Oh, my God. All right, all right, later. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is She's it? gone. What is it? She's gone. Yeah. Samantha. Okay, she's gone. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Crabgrass? No, no, no. What I would do, I mean, if you really wanted to get back at somebody, right, yeah. which I'm not advocating for at all. I'm, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm just curious. Okay, bleep this out too, okay? Okay. What I would do is yeah. I would go to the hardware store. Yeah. I would buy a and Ooh. I would walk around his lawn and I would literally because in about 24 hours, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That's what I would do <laughs> if I were that type of person, which I'm not that type of person. Exactly. Okay. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. See footage of that massive car rally in Wasega over the weekend? Idiots. And it wasn't like a one night, couple of hours thing. No. It lasted the entire weekend. Yeah. Can you play just a clip real quick of one of those jabronis who's shooting off at the mouth? I guess we're not ready for a big crowd like us, yeah. but I mean, at least they'll be prepared for next year. But like I said, nobody can stop us. We're such a big crowd, nobody's going to stop us, no matter where we go. I mean, at night, the strips was full of people and everything. The crowds that we had, I mean, uh, we honestly, we took over the spot. We took over and we're going to take it over again next year. And it looked like it was like thousands yeah. upon thousands of people yeah. down in Wasega. A lot of people not wearing masks or anything. <sighs> and to get her thoughts on everything, the mayor of Wasega Beach, Nina Bifolci, is on the phone. Uh, how you doing, mayor? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> it was long. Yeah. Do we know how many tickets were issued? I don't. I'll find out later today. Okay. Is there like an estimate? I have no clue. Uh, Sorry. Um, so what happened? Uh, well, basically a group came and took over town and um, from one end to the other. This wasn't just a parking lot. It was our entire town. Wow. And uh, yeah. Difficult situation for sure. Now, did you guys he know that this was happening? Like, was there anything online, like, I don't know, like a Facebook group or anything like this? Like, how much lead time did you guys have to set up for this? Um, so for a couple of weeks, we were aware that something may happen. Mm. Um, you know, H2OI Canada apparently said that they weren't part of this. Um, so the OPP did have to prepare for what may or may not come. And I'm really, really thankful that they prepared the way they did. Wow. And not a lot of people wearing masks. I would say majority of the people that, like, based on the videos that I've seen, uh, majority of the people not wearing masks. How many 
police officers were out patrolling the streets and like trying to get people off the streets or handing out tickets? Um, honestly, I, I don't even know how many were here. And I think at one point they, they did call in more. So all of those details I can find out uh, later today when we're, we're briefed on what happened over the weekend. You could understand if something just sort of got out of hand, right? Where there was like a sort of sense from the people there of, oh my God, we didn't think it was going to turn into this. But when you listen to the clips of the people that were there, there's such an incredible defiantness to what they were saying, which is you can't stop us. We come, you know, we we budgeted for tickets. We knew how much we were going to get charged. It's all good. Do whatever you want. We're still going to be here. And so what about the defiantness nature of it? What is what does that say to you? How, how, to make, how does that make you feel? Uh, well, angry, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, you know, I, I'm a mother <laughs> of, of kids, and I can tell you if they, they were on uh, TV saying that, I'd be quite embarrassed and ashamed. It's, um, you know, perhaps we need to be looking at the laws and the, the teeth that we have in our different uh, policies and things and make it hit their pocketbook a little bit harder. If $2,000, you know, if they budget that for the weekend for their fines, well, then maybe it needs to be 10 or 15. Mm-hmm. Maybe their car needs to be um, in, in the impound for a month as opposed to a week. You know, that, that type of um, no regard for others or the law or, or the current pandemic situation is really quite sad. Uh, what are the residents of Wasega saying about this event? Um, like any, any issue, you have some who think it was fantastic and didn't see a problem and, and others who were quite upset um, at losing control of their town and uh, listening to helicopters for hours and hours and hours that uh, got on their nerves and not being able to just run to the store because the town was taken over and uh, that's not okay. When it was all said and done, when, at what time, I think it was yesterday, early yesterday morning, that uh, OPP were able to get like the last of the outsiders, let's call them, yeah. out of Wasega, is that is that correct? Th- that would be correct. I, drove, I did a drive-through in the morning and... Uh, the main street seemed quiet, but if you look down the side, they were, <clears throat> excuse me, they were still wrestling the rest up and, and sending them on their way. They, they did an excellent job this weekend. Did they make a mess? I bet they made a, made a mess, right? Uh, honestly, as far as garbage, I can't say that uh, that there was garbage all over. Um, no different than any other other weekend. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who grew up doing every May 2-4 long weekend in Wasaga, mm-hmm. one, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody likes to have a little fun. I get it. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, yeah, it was exceptional in the late '80s, though. <laughs> I, I don't know how old you were then, but uh, Wasaga was a was the spot. Uh, I will right. say this: it, it, it has the reputation, but it enjoys yogurt and beets. That's why they were in the house for me to eat them. Otherwise, I never would have got them. Um, what else? It was only within like the last five years, I think, that I tried an avocado. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't like that either. My wife's been buying a lot of like gluten-free, dairy-free stuff. Yeah. For her, not sure. me. Yeah. Uh, but I've been trying some of it. Yeah. And she made like these gluten-free like pancakes the other day. Yeah. And they were actually really good. Yeah. You can do, there's some really, kids come a long way. Like you, yeah. can, you can really get into that stuff now. On the weekend, she made these gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I don't know what they put. Or didn't put. I, I mean, I know what they didn't put. Yeah. But I don't know what, what they put to make it taste the way it did. But I tried it, and it was really good. And she didn't tell me that it was gluten-free, dairy-free until after I had it. Right. Because she wanted to see my reaction. I was like, damn, these are amazing. Yeah, because normally with stuff like that, it doesn't really matter as long as you just load it full of butter. Yeah. Because right? butter just tastes so good. But once you start getting into dairy-free, then you have to get into your butter alternatives and then you're using Earth Balance, which is just basically more oil and all this stuff. But no, they've come a long way. Like Catherine and Roxy will make stuff all the time that is basically vegan. 
um, and gluten-free, and they're good. They're good. It's never as good as the original. Though. No, of it's course. It's never as good, but is it a fine substitution? Yeah, it's a fine substitution. Dan Mori? Three things. Starfruit. Starfruit? What's starfruit? It's a fruit shaped like a star. Never seen it before. Oh, yeah. It's at the grocery store all the time, and I had it for the first time. You say that like drink. it's a person. They're at the grocery <laughs> store all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Is it? What yeah. does it taste like? It tastes a lot like kiwi. Oh, I don't like kiwi oh. either. Oh, I love kiwi. You do, huh? Wow. Yeah. Okay, next on your list more? Um, also on my list is octopus. Like, like calamari? octopus. Yeah, I tried it for the first time because Matthew's family, they eat all that stuff. Now, do you try, did you have octopus like breaded and deep fried or did you have octopus where you could still see the, the, the still suction see the, cups the suction on it? And cup it things, that's disgusting. But I, I don't think I can no, do that. That's no, that's disgusting. There's yeah. a lot of seafood stuff I would eat. Yeah. That, no. No. I'd eat, I'd eat like... Fried calamari, no problem. Yeah. No, See, I had Matthew. Matthew that. had to cut off the suction cups for me. I no. And what did you think of it? Um, I l it wasn't bad. I, not something I would ever want to do again. No, huh? It has to be really, really uh, cooked. I had Matthew's mom put it back on the grill for me for a while. Right. Because it was too ghibli. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not interested. What's the other thing? Uh, uh, blood sausage. What's that? Sausage made of blood. Yeah, that's disgusting too. <laughs> Where did, you, where did you have that? Portuguese. No, hold on Stop a second. Blood, isn't that... Hey, chef. Black pudding. That's black... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. for us, for me, I grew up eating that stuff, right? Yeah. Guyanese, we call it black pudding. It looks like a sausage. Yeah. And inside, it's everything's black, right? So it looks like a sausage, and on the inside, it looks like rice. That's in there. Am oh, I describing that correctly? Yeah, 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 yeah. I am, sort right, of looks, Sort of looks for the same. And yeah, you yeah. just use pepper sauce? Oh, my God. It is so good. Really? So yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I did not like it. No? Oh, maybe man. The one, maybe the way they do it in Portuguese is different, but it, it was just very dry. No, it's so good. Black pudding. Mm, I love it. Um, what's it? I, had a, I ate brain one night. Brain? Yeah, yeah. Catherine. Is it true? What, what kind of said? brain? Catherine, I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't, I think it might have been, I don't know, it might have been cow or sheep or something like that. I don't even know. But Catherine wanted, she got invited to go to this restaurant. She met this uh, chef or this person who runs a restaurant. They were like, a witch doctor? And, and they were like, yeah. And they were like, bring Roz by, come by, you know, we'll have dinner, everything else. And I kept telling Catherine, I don't want to go to a place where they're going to give you dinner for free because it's like one of my rules because I've never enjoyed going to a place where they say, come and let us give you dinner. It's always a big to do. It's it's never what you want. I can never order off the menu, and I, sure. I never have a good time. I'm like, let's just go on a regular night where I can just then pick up the check, and then we can order off the menu, and I can really get into it. And she goes, no, no, honestly, I told them all of this stuff, and they said that just like come in, and you guys, it's just going to be regular night. And I was like, okay, cool. So we walk into the front door, right? And it's a beautiful little restaurant. And they take us right through the restaurant. They bring us into the kitchen. And they sit us at a table, like in the, the, like the chef's table, in yeah. the kitchen. We're not even in the restaurant. Oh, I don't want that. Right? We're in the kitchen. Yeah. And the man's what? cooking right beside us. Oh, so the pressure's on. The pressure's so on. not even have a conversation with Catherine. No, we didn't even get a menu. Yeah. Right? He just started making things and sticking them on plates and putting them in front of us. And because we're there, like the man is right there and he watches you eat. And so he kept oh, telling weird. Catherine what everything was. And ca everything that they put in front of Catherine, she was like, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. So I had to eat everything. But didn't Absolutely she tell the guy everything. or didn't he ask, like, do you guys have any dietary restrictions or anything like that? Yeah, the brain was gluten-free. Oh. <laughs> she just was not going to eat it. <laughs> so yeah. why were you there? Right? 
What How do they prepare it? We just but do you know, like, did you not look at the menu online in advance and tell the guy, please no. don't serve us brain? No, 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 you don't, you don't understand. Okay, so I, I say to them, I don't go to these things, okay, yeah. because I'm never comfortable. I can never just go in and order the drink that I want and order off the menu with whatever it is that I want, okay? I, I'm not comfortable doing anything above and beyond that. They said, don't worry about it. It's going to be awesome. Just come in, have a regular night. It's going to be no big deal. And as soon as we get there, they don't even sit us in the restaurant. They bring us directly to the kitchen and make a huge deal out of it. Well, at that point, can you not say, can we just sit out here? No, you cannot. And no. there was no menu given. At all. No menu so whatsoever was given. So didn't like happen. Uh, they just went through their whole fancy. They were giving us stuff that wasn't even on the menu that the chef just wanted to make. And he was a brilliant chef. Yeah. But I don't eat that stuff, man. So what would the brain taste like? It was just awful. Like, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I like had it on a... meat? I just tried to eat it on a little piece of bread. No, it was mashed up like pate almost. Yeah, like it wasn't good, right? And I don't like that stuff. And then they bring you like different drinks to have with everything. And it's all these sweet like liqueurs oh, and everything. Pairing and, drinks yeah, and pairing stuff? drinks. Yeah. And I don't want that. It was like the worst night of my life. The worst are night of my life. Like, are they giving you like full full blown like meals or are they giving you like tasters to get No, tasters, man. Tasters. tasters. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just wanted French fries. Yeah. Right? Oh oh, so you leave hungry. Yeah. No, I left. We went. For, we went and ate right afterwards. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went. And ate, we went and ate right afterwards. Yeah, and Damn. then and then we have the question of if it's a tasting menu. Like if you, they're just giving you tasters, is it okay to just taste it, or do you have to eat the whole thing? You have to eat the whole thing because what uh, you're getting is the no. taste. Thank you. No, I, the, that's the what whole I thing said. Is the taste? I agree with Maury. That's what I said because Catherine and I had this argument. She's like, "Well, if it's just like a little tasting menu, she's like, all you're expected to do is just taste it." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. If it's it's so small, you're expected to eat the whole thing." Because it's small enough to be a taste. Yes. Mm. That's why it usually comes on a spoon. Thank you. Yes. And I just kept asking for more bread. Because I, I was just like, I was masking everything. Do you think Fill the, me chef, up with bread. Oh, the chef God. was probably standing there going like, these guys are not having a good no, time. No, man, because I, I had to look thought, like. You probably thought that they loved it. Yes, I had to look like I loved it. Like it was the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. Mm, yeah. Second helping of brain, please. Oh, so what do you do when he writes you going, are you going to come back? What's that? He's going to ask you to come back. No, no, See, no, no, no. Just, This was a couple yo, of years ago. It's busy. I'm busy. Yeah, no. Pandemic. They, they didn't ask us back. <laughs> Hey, Steven, thanks so much, brother. Yo, thanks, guys, for having me. B asks, what is the laziest thing you have ever done? <laughs> oh, You geez. once told a story where you laid sideways and, and shoved a straw in the couch, and that's how you had your drink. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. What's <laughs> weird about that? Yeah, I used to, I used to lay, lay down sideways on the couch and take my cup and stick it between two of the cushions on the couch so it just sat there and then I would just put a straw in it and then I would <laughs> Did just... Did you have to line yourself up with the crack? It was a big couch, right? Like, okay. yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, lining myself <laughs> up with the crack. <laughs> um, okay, so years ago, there was a place and there still is a place called Double Double in okay. Toronto, right? It was Double Double um, Pizza and Wings and Fried Chicken. Oh and, yeah, I remember Double Double. Okay, and I lied on the couch one day Right. So in the in the morning, because I was smoking a ton of cigarettes at that time. Yeah. Right. And so in the morning, I would put a boot in my door in the front door of the building we lived in. And then you open up the windows and then you get this huge draft. So when you're smoking cigarettes, the smoke doesn't stay. It just goes whipping right out of the out of the windows. Right. So there was one day where I woke up and I was lying on the couch because I was just watching movies or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And 
I realized that I was running out of cigarettes. And the guy from Double Double used to pick up cigarettes on the way for you if you needed them. Okay. okay? So I called Double Double and I asked the guy, I was like, can you grab me some smokes? And because I had to order food, so I said, and yeah. bring me a small pizza. Uh-huh. Okay. And then he came in and when he came in, my boot was in the door. So he brought my food into the living room and put on the table in front of me, <laughs> like on the, on the coffee table. Wow, that's lazy. Okay. On the, on the, on the coffee table. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even get up and then he, and then he left. Then I started getting hungry a little bit later on in the day. So I called the guy back from Double Double because I, I wanted pizza and fried chicken. Yeah. And then he came into the room. And as he put my food down on the table, he took the empty box from the morning. No, he did. Yes, he did. And threw it down the chute on his way out. <laughs> okay. Yo, okay. That's a good friend you got. Okay. <laughs> right? How are you not embarrassed? Right. Then, then I had, then I had a nap. Yeah. Okay. And a friend of mine who lived down the hall came over and he was sitting in the chair and we were talking, started to run at a cigarettes again so we called and ordered another pizza and another pack of cigarettes and then that guy came in delivered it brought the empty box out threw it down the chute on his on his way out so in one day i ordered two packs of cigarettes and three pizzas and never left the couch (laughs) and i didn't have to clean up was it the same guy the same guy yeah yeah, each time each time yeah yeah. it was the same guy every time he was the only guy that ever delivered he was the only guy that ever delivered damn mori well, I can't top that, but the lazy thing I do now is that um, on weekends or whatever, when I have to take the dog out, I keep my pajamas on and put sweatpants over them. Just, and then that way when I come back, I take the sweatpants off and go right back to bed. That's, lazy, that's, that's my new lazy oh, thing. Oh, that's interesting, though. Um, the only uh, thing... I don't actually consider that too lazy, though. I think that that's smart. I really? do. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing I could think of, like, similar to your lazy day, forever ago, I had one of those Sundays where I woke up late went to the couch watched tv for a bit just laid there on the couch Mm -hmm. and then in the afternoon it was a beautiful summer day and there was like a light breeze and then in the afternoon i took i had a beanbag chair and i put it (laughs) out on the balcony yeah and i laid it flat and then i just took a nap there yeah for a little bit for like an hour and a half yeah and then i got up had something to eat and then laid back down on the couch and watched tv for the rest of the day and that was my entire sunday i didn't leave but I just like moved position within the apartment to take a nap. But what about like, have you ever done something truly lazy? Like, like when you say, like when I say lazy, I mean that, okay, here, I'll give you an example from the other night. Sure. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> a little easy, to no effort. Easy, easy, yeah. easy. We have my TV in the house is operated by a Mac mini. Like that's how I get my Netflix and everything else. So we have a small keyboard and a trackpad. Yeah. And that's what you control the computer with because it's just easier that way. And so Catherine the other night was like, hey, do you want to watch an episode of Sherlock, which is the um, Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock that just dropped on Netflix? And I was like, oh, yeah, let's watch a Sherlock. And then I go, no, I don't actually want to watch a Sherlock. Uh, I go, let's watch an episode of uh, The Vow on HBO. She's like, why do you want to watch that? 
She's like, I thought you wanted to watch Sherlock. You just said you wanted to watch Sherlock. And I go, I know, but I kind of just want to watch The Vow. And then Catherine looks at me and goes, is it because the trackpad is too far away from you right now? Oh, <laughs> busted. Right? And I was like, yeah, it's on the shelf under the TV. She's like, go get it. I'm like, I don't want to get up and get it. So she went okay. and got it. And then so, we brought and then she brought it back and I put Sherlock on. But it was it was 10 feet away wait, from so, me. But if you wanted to watch the value, you didn't need the trackpad? No, because then I just used the th I just used the television remote uh -oh, to neat. go to to go to HBO. Okay, so something similar. I've been on the couch before and I want to watch something on Apple TV. Yeah. But instead of getting up and going to where I keep the Apple TV remote, mm -hmm. which is less than 10 feet. It's like two feet away yeah. in the cupboard. I use the app on my phone to turn on and control Apple TV. Oh, see. So okay. instead of getting up, getting the remote, pointing right. at the thing, doing all, everything, right. I just use the app on my phone. Okay. So I don't want to get up. Okay. So this is this weekend, actually. <laughs> this weekend. Like two days ago. It was, it was Saturday. Yeah. It was Saturday. Okay. So I'm on the couch. And I have my laptop sort of like on the side of the couch because I was looking at something on Amazon. And I wanted to watch something on... TV. No, on, on Netflix. Okay. Right? So I wanted to watch something on Netflix. And again, the trackpad is underneath the television, which is maybe six feet away from me. Okay? Instead of getting up to where the trackpad is and putting it on on the big 60-inch television, I just got my laptop and put it on my lap and watched <laughs> it on Netflix on my lap because lazy. I didn't want it because I didn't want to get so up. So lazy. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't want to get up. <laughs> so lazy. All the time. I always do that. That's amazing. Uh, Kat asks, who do you think would win in a chess match? Someone who can see the future or someone who could read minds? I would say the mind reader. Yeah, you could accomplish anything well, if you the, could read the, minds. The person that could see the future, you're just going to see who's going to win. But the person that could read minds will know what your next. Well, move no, will because be. it's not saying that you can only see an hour into the future. If you can see the future, you can see all of their moves before they make them. True, but I but guess if you I could read their mind, then you could you'd stop know. their next move. Yeah, but then you would know their next move after that as well. Like you would know all their moves. So it really is exactly the same thing. No, not necessarily, because you could... I mean, the person who could see into the future has an advantage over the person that could just read minds. No, I would say the other way around, because you may know... Okay, you could see the future, see all of their moves, and adjust your moves. Oh, but then... If the person okay. could, could see you the continuously future, I mean, see their moves? Everything. Okay. Okay. So, so here's because the, you would adjust how you play based okay, on. So, so here's the here's the future outcome. Okay. Here's the here's the difference though. Okay. So I'll give you two examples of seeing the future and reading somebody's mind. So you could be in an argument with somebody, and they could punch you in the face. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now. They could be thinking this, oh my God, if this guy doesn't shut up, I'm going to punch him in the face. So if you could read their mind, you would know that. If you could see the future, you would also know that they could punch you in the face. Now, if you say reading minds, you could be walking down a road where there's a cliff on the side of it. Okay. So if a guy is driving a bike right past you, okay, and he hits a rock and then the bike flips over and hits you and you fall off the cliff to your death. Mind reading isn't going to help you in that That's situation. The future Seeing the one future will, would. You could move out of the so way what, and let him fall off the cliff himself. So what I'm saying is that they're not the same thing because he wouldn't be thinking at that moment about knocking you off the cliff. So if you could read minds in that moment, it wouldn't help you. That's but why seeing I'm saying the future, the future, would. The future one is better. Right. 
Uh, I would say yes. I would say being able to see into the future would help you most with chess as opposed to reading somebody's mind. Because what if the, the person you're playing up against isn't actually thinking anything? No, they're what if they're an idiot and they're just moving pieces around That's what on I'm the saying. board? The, the, the mind reader wouldn't know any of that. Right. But can you continuously see in the future? I guess you would, well, right? Like, let's say you could just turn game. it on and off. Why not? It's your like superpower. You would turn it on for the entire chess match. Yeah. In that situation, then yes, yeah, seeing the future. Yeah. But I would also think that as a mind read, oh no, that person could change their mind. Yeah, and they could also be an idiot. Like they could, they could be thinking about yeah, dinner true. while they're playing chess and right. not even and not even think about the moves. Right. Right. Because well, they're just that good. Yeah. There's nothing worse than playing chess against somebody who's terrible. And I'm, I'm not even, even that good. No, me neither. No. I'm very good at it. No. Are you no, really? No, no. Maury, a child rude. came in and beat you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've already you've already boasted one time on this show of how you were an amazing chess player and we brought a ten year old in who but beat I you. Beat my husband all the time. Because he's terrible. See, I don't like playing chess against people who are awful. I don't find Fair. it fun. I no. don't find it fun. I've Wait. always wanted to have one of those games that last years. Oh, like when you... Like you go and visit your dad. Like in the movie The Bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he goes to visit his dad and they're like, how long have you been playing this? Three years. Yes, where you just, each time you go over, you just move one piece, right? Yeah, and you sit there and you ponder. Have you tried to start something like that with your your dad? I'm going to do that now. Yeah, where's the chess table going to live? Because Matthew won't allow it at your house. That means your father's oh, coming over all the time. Oh, totally... <laughs> <laughs> my dad would totally be there every day. No, he would, no, if I left it at my dad's, he would, I could totally see him ruining the game. Why? Like he would move things to, so the next time I come over, it's to his advantage. But, oh, you would have to take a picture of the board to match yeah. it up. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do, Maury, too. Do you, God, you wonder where you get your cheating ways from, huh? <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Lisa asks, what's one food that you look at while grocery shopping that makes you think, holy, that's too expensive? Oh, Easy. 100%. Cheese. I was just going to say cheese. Same thing. Yeah. I was also going to say cheese. I'm and sometimes bags of candy. I'm always blown away by how expensive cheese yes. is. Yes. Always blown Blown away. That is my number one Dude, answer. Also, also uh, fresh herbs, where you could literally throw a couple of seeds in a makeshift garden on your windowsill, and you could grow some fresh yeah, herbs. You need light for that. No, you don't. You're fine. Those things are weeds. They just grow anywhere, yeah. right? But when you go to the grocery store, basil is very expensive. Oh yeah, absolutely. it is very expensive. Yeah. Also, um, I think oh, some meats are, are some pretty expensive. Clementines, well. a bag of clementines or mandarin oranges. How much are, are they? What do those go for? Five ninety nine. Yeah, that's expensive. Also, depending on the time of year, cauliflower can get really freaking expensive. Oh, too. But that's something yeah. you could walk away and you don't need to do it that time. Cheese is something that you that often you need crave. always. Like <laughs> 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 I want to buy a package, like one of those pre cuts yeah. packages of applewood smoked cheddar. Yeah. It was $11. And it, it's still amazing to me, too. Like, nowhere else in the grocery store, okay, do they separate? Like, do you see a sort of class system as you do in the cheese world? You don't find it in the in the, the meat. You don't find it with the breads. You find it with the cheese where the fancy, expensive, real, genuine cheese is always in a completely different part of the store than like the, the black too. diamond, yeah. Yeah. you know, process. They're not even in the same area. No. Like they are no, completely- The other ones with the milk and the yes, eggs. They are completely separate where you don't see that with meat, Yeah, right? All the meat is in the same area. You don't have Wonder Bread and then you got to walk to the other end of the store to get like a good, you know, loaf of, you know, authentic brioche, brioche whatever. Yeah. It's all in the same area, 
right? But with cheese, it's amazing to me that they don't even want that there. Like, it's not even like it's the same thing. Like, yes, it's still called cheese, but don't even allow that yeah, on these shelves. cheese. Man, why like, do you suppose that is? Why do they stick it with the eggs? I don't, well, because the cheese, my, my grocery store, there's like a person who mans the cheese counter. Like, there's like a cheesemonger. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, they I've take seen that real before. good care slice of off if you want to try it. Yeah. But they're it, not going to open a package of Black Diamond if you want to no, try it. No, hell no. What is this? What is that? Uh, Monterey Jack. I've never, uh, I've never had. I've never had that before. Yeah. This can process, you, this processed cheese stuff. Can, can I try that? Yeah. Can you slice off? Uh, so when you say string, like what does that mean? Like, but it amazes me that it's so it's such a class system when it comes to cheese at the grocery store that they don't even keep them in the same part of the store. Like it's literally one wall, and you have to cross the entire grocery store to get to the other stuff. Yeah, I would say cheese as well. Um, Olivia has a question for Damn It Maury. Okay. So if you guys remember, over the summertime, Maury, to um, help brighten the mood in the condo during the pandemic, everyone's mm. still stuck at home. Your husband has been working from home, as a lot of people, Maury. Can I interrupt you for a second? Since March. No, no not finished yet. Hold oh, on. So my God. Maury, to brighten the mood, wanted to bring up the Christmas tree and decorate it. Right. And this was in, like, August. Yes. So Olivia said, hey... Damn it, Maury, uh, did you guys keep up the Christmas tree or did your husband, Damn it, Matthew, make you take it down back to the storage oh, unit? I had to take it back down. Oh. But he told me that he's the deal we made is that I could bring it back up. We'll put the tree up maybe like a week earlier. Which is when? It'll be like the beginning of November. Oh. Yeah, okay. I get that. So, that, and But his worry now is that the dog's going to eat all the ornaments. So we're trying to figure out. What, and I said, he's got to learn eventually that <laughs> you don't touch those things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, good luck. I don't know. I can't remember. Did oh, Tig yeah. ever eat stuff? He off didn't the tree? eat. No, but like he gets excited and like his tail just wagging like crazy, <laughs> knocked a couple of ornaments off. Yeah. But he never like ate anything or went to bite any of the. See, no, that's a, any of the ornaments. We see Andy because he destroys everything. Yeah, like we can give him a sock to play with, or a br I'll come home with a brand new toy, and by the end of the day, there's oh, an ear yeah. ripped off of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of yeah. 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 Uh, no, with cats, it's different. Cats destroy the Christmas tree because they climb oh, yeah. inside it. Yeah. Right? And we have no ornaments on the bottom two rows because of the one mental patient of a cat that we have Aww. who just destroys, like, yeah. everything. Aww. Everything. Yeah. Uh, already asks, uh, what are your feelings towards funky socks? And do you own any? I exclusively own funky I think socks. I'm wearing, yeah, I own, the ones I'm wearing today are... They have on them. Oh, they're swimming themed because you know I'm a swimmer now. Yeah, that's true. Um, they call me Aquaman in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's good. This one Let has uh, oh, clams yeah. and uh, goggles and I think a shark and a life uh, vest or something. Preserver. Yeah, yeah, I can. I like funky socks. I think Same. that I think that there's a time and a place. Like I, but like what, you can't wear it to a funeral. No, like you know when Trudeau showed up and he had his Star Wars socks on, and he was doing like a press conference and stuff like that. Like I don't think that you should be doing that. Yeah, right. I don't think I don't think if you're a doctor and you have to go and tell somebody that a family member has cancer that you should cross your legs in your office and have funky socks on. But what if that's those are the socks you're wearing all the like? What, I know, but I think that they're going to change your socks. Yeah, to the bad news. No, but they lighten the mood. They're a conversation piece they're they are they are what they are but i think that in situations like that like where you're a doctor and you got to like deliver bad news or you're somebody's therapist or you got to listen to their problems i, th I think that Keep basic I think black or blue. basic basic black blue beige or whatever it yeah. is i don't think that's a world for funky socks See, i really I don't i disagree because no. it's as you said it lightens the mood 
No, I but mean, sometimes depends. the mood shouldn't be lightened. Yeah. I don't want the mood lightened all the time. Like, sorry you have cancer. By the way, check out my donut socks. Yeah, exactly. No, but it's the same doctor that, you know, uh, had to tell a kid that it's okay, that's not going to hurt. Well, you don't know what he did that day. Well, I'm just giving you one example. I know, but like, he's not going to change his socks just to deliver bad news and then go and change his socks again. No, I'm just saying no funky socks on at doctors. At all in the hospital? No, no, no funky socks Yeah, at all. That's why, that's why if you, um, you know, when you go into pediatrics, yes, because that's all awesome, right? Yeah, like you yeah. have to entertain kids. Funky socks, they got cool masks, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got everything else. That's all great. But when you're a doctor and it's later on, I don't think funky socks because it used to be funky ties. Remember, like you would always get a doctor oh, walking yeah. around with like the tennis racket ties, <laughs> like all these like tennis rackets on it. And I was like, no, first of all, doctors ties, they, they did a study on this where they found out how disgusting they were oh, because really? doctors ties, they would always, there was leaning over patients mm -hmm. and the one oh, yeah, thing that you never do, who washes their tie? Nobody. Nobody ever, ever washes a tie. Nobody. And they found, they did a test yeah. years ago where I they swabbed remember. doctors ties and they found out that they were disgusting. The, oh, that's why doctors gross. don't wear ties now. Right. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. Gross. But funky socks. Yeah. Uh, David says, uh, what can you use or do with your non-dominant hand that people get surprised by or surprise yourself with? Oh, excuse I me. I snap with my non-dominant hand. What do you mean? Dominant hand. What do you mean? Because this is my dominant hand. is my yeah. right hand, but yeah. I snap with my left hand. But you should be able to snap with both. Everybody keeps can snap, yeah. can snap with both. No, I snap better with my left. No, oh, that sounds the same. Yeah, it sounds the same. You have a very weak snap, huh? Have you told you that before? <laughs> hey. <laughs> very, uh, what can I do? I, mean, I scratch my head with my left. What do you mean? And you're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. think anybody's going to be for that. I what use the I remote for the TV with my left. Like, I think what people are looking for is that you write with your right hand, but you use scissors with your left. Like, I think it's that okay. kind of... I cut my I meat with my left. I think it's that kind of weird thing. I cut my meat with my left. Like, your knife goes where? In my left hand. Really, huh? Yeah. Do it, show me right now. Okay, like if this was the knife? Yeah, yeah. You cut meat with your left, eh? Yeah, but then but, I'll, but I'll, are you But you're right-handed. Yes. Okay, interesting. I... Am left-handed. Yes, but you do you do weird stuff like you use the the computer mouse with your right. But I use a computer mouse with my right. Yeah, that to me that's weird because that's all I've ever known. I know, no, no, I know it's tough for you lefties. Um, if I'm playing baseball because mm -hmm. you know how athletic I am. Yes, sir. I will. My dominant hand that swings the bat is my right. No, you're batting left. Is that still batting yeah, left? Yeah, that's batting left. Even with my right hand using all the force. That's not your right hand using all the force. Yeah, it is. No. This hand here. No. I'm holding this the bat. Is the, this is the force hand. That's My the, left? That, yeah. You're, you're, My you're, left is on top. Right. Your left, is, then, the, your left is the force hand yeah. right now. Yeah. And then I always thought this was right no. because I use my right hand. No. No. The right, the right, it's just like golf. But when I, if I golf. You still golf left? But what I, about when you play hockey? Hockey would be my right hand is on top of the left. So Okay. So you, you, so here's the thing is that Same you, golf. you bat left and shoot right. Which Correct. is which is weird, which, which is, is weird. That's most exactly what most I do. people don't do that. What hand do you throw a ball with? Left. Left. Okay, and you catch. But yeah, but hockey, throw left, catch I, right. So you bat left, but shoot right. Correct. Which is interesting to me because that's not normal. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's not. It's not. Most people, most people bat and play golf the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Most people do. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Which right. do you? Which way do you bat, Maury? Let me find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Maury's standing up right now. Okay. So Maury bats right. <laughs> now, Maury, if you were to play nice, hockey, if you were nice to play movement if, if you were to play hockey, which way would you do it? Or golf? Okay. So you you Maury, you are right, right, and right. Okay. okay. So you're yeah, you're like me. Everything so is hockey? What's that? Same thing. Yeah. Pretend you're shooting. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Very I said graceful. Shooting, not not sweeping. Yeah, very very <laughs> very graceful. You're like sweeping uh, away. Okay, more if you I use my this I use my Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh, tennis left hand. If you're okay, if you are chopping wood, show me axe, show me an axe. Okay, first of all, that's very dangerous, your technique that you're doing right now. Yeah, you just killed you're, everybody that, in this room. Yeah, that axe is coming very close to the side of your head, by the way. You also chopped off your ear. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I sleep on my left. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ashley says, Roz, you have to answer this question. Okay. If Roz was gay and dating Dammit Maury. Right. No, mm. stop with this no, 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 question. What oh, would their God. what would their couple's Halloween costume be? Shut up. <laughs> I already know the answer of what I would say. Shush, Maury. Okay, what would you say, Maury? Um, it says Roz has to answer okay, this you one. You go first. I'm not answering this okay. question. We are going to be the characters from the movie Twins, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Because <laughs> you're tall and I'm not. I, I would actually love to see that. <laughs> oh, God. Can you guys please do that for Halloween this year? No. Oh. no. <laughs> that would be so dope. Come on, no. man. Have some fun. No. It's just a suit. No. Let's go as a bat and a ball more. <laughs> Can I be the ball? <laughs> you, you would, would be the ball. Be. He's certainly not going to be the bat. <laughs> At Kiss925 is where you ask your questions for Ask Roz and Mocha. And uh, we'll get one of you to join us on the podcast to ask your question to the room. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.